Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 131, baby! 131. That classic Bacardi rum. Is it 131? It is no, it's 151. No, it's oh, not. It's 151. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, we only have 20 more, so I'm going to do that joke every time. <laughs> have you ever had 151? You? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, what a nightmare of a drink. It's gross. Terrible. Uh, yeah, it's I'm for good, children buddy. who want to get drunk. <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, good to be back. Good to see you. Not going to name who. One of us had family visiting, and apparently we can't record when you have family visiting. Right. It's also crazy that uh, just a guest we had scheduled didn't come, and yet we didn't do our own podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I think we were just very excited about the guests, and you know what? That's what we get for having high expectations for guests, and because of that, we're just going to keep our expectations low, and speaking right. of low expectations... Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Last week's guest can also suck my dick. What's up, boys? <laughs> Who That's was going, supposed Joey? to be your guest last week? It's oh, it was actually you. you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, someone should have told me. I would have. I would have kicked my whole family out of my house. It wasn't my whole family, everyone. I'm being very safe. I made uh, everyone wear a hazmat suit. I'm sorry. I don't know what we're doing. Came in real Thank hot. you for being here, talked- Joe. It's thank you for having me. I haven't talked to anyone but my fiance and her parents for a week, and so I have to uh, talk to you guys now. Not have to, yeah. but get to. It's a it's there a it wonderful is. privilege. <laughs> Phenomenal <laughs> save, like always. Ron Hextall, guys, baby, already firing on all cylinders. Can't wait call for me, this episode. Going to be great. Call me Dominic Hashik with the saves. Am I right? You are right. Thank you. I don't know if I could name one other goalie. Uh, Patrick Wah! Was he a goalie? Patrick Wah yeah, is a big piece of shit is what he is. Why? Like a, just a genuine asshole. Like a because he spells his name a. R-O-Y and then pronounces is it, it Wah? most of his life in Boston and everyone from Boston is garbage? No, Patrick Wah was, uh, he was a Montreal Canadian and then he was a Colorado Avalanche Oh, I thought Avalanche. he was. Why did I think he was uh, a Bruin? Because you know, because we don't know hockey here. Mm, that's yeah, a good you were point. just you were just looking for an excuse to insult an entire city for no reason. I was, and to be honest, I stand by it. You know, yeah, I mean, fuck Patrick Waugh, <laughs> fuck Boston, suck I, my I, balls. I'm glad I, to be back, boys. I think Patrick Waugh is an honorary Bostonian for how big a piece of shit he was. <laughs> he just he he aside from the fact that he. Uh, like is part of two of the greatest goalie fights of all time. Mm-hmm. He also just in general, I believe, during and following his playing career, is just a renowned piece of shit. Yeah, well, and you anyone... know what you know what Wa or Roy is uh, means in French, right? Uh, Absolutely, it means big piece of shit. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here in English who... we shorten things down significantly. <laughs> they, they're uh, very they're about economy of space. The French. Anyone right. who is uh, a hockey fan who's listening, please uh, write in with your favorite uh, story about how much Patrick Yeah, tell sucks. us why. <laughs> uh, he was on a team with Claude Lemieux, who's uh, a similarly renowned piece of garbage. And you know what Lemieux means in French? Uh, 
it means Patrick <laughs> That's right. It's very cyclical, these French words. Yeah, uh-huh. French, they only French. have like two and a half names. <laughs> French really builds on itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of hat yeah, on a hat. If you've seen the first season of French, you will understand the rest of French. Right. right. But if you come in in like two or three, you are going to be lost. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. You're going to be very confused. You need the base knowledge from which to build. Uh, anywho. Um, we've been cooking anything good, boys? Uh, yeah, I made uh, I made um, imitation Popeye's fried chicken on Friday for Olivia and tofu. my anniversary, which was lovely. We've uh, been together for 10 years, so that was exciting. And but you've, you've been only married been for married how many of them? For... We've been married for two and a half months. So right. how is the sex been? We've already done this joke. Anyway, keep going. Right. So uh, you've been married for half of the I relationship. I made fried chicken, which... Three quarters of the way through making fried chicken, every time I've done it, I'm like, I want to kill myself. This is the most labor-intensive, nightmarish thing. And then every time I take that first bite of fried chicken, I'm like, this is so worth five times the work. It's It's really the giving birth of the food industry. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't think of a better analogy. What what did you have with it, Jimis? We made cheese fries. Ooh. So with like a talking, sauce or uh, like the cheese just sprinkled? Cheese just sprinkled with some um, chopped up, um, what are they called? Chives on there. And then we made um, uh, Chick-fil-A sauce that we were dunking. We were putting on the sandwiches and then Yo. also dunking in uh, with the fries and stuff. So nice. It's a real, real devil's triad to go fried oh, yeah. chicken. Like Popeye's fried chicken, uh, Chick-fil-A sauce, and then... Did you make the actual fries, or did, were those like goriadas? No. Okay. Yeah, those were like goriadas. <laughs> okay. Steak fries, just toss toss some cheese on those bad boys. Delicious. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Uh, That's lovely. We made a little Thanksgiving dinner at our place last week. Half Thanksgiving, half Christmas. Ooh, uh, you mean Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, really? When you think about it, and also with you. Uh. <laughs> We, uh, I was in charge of mashed potatoes, did a bang up job, smashed up four cloves of garlic, threw those in there, uh, and then blended them, them puppies up. And then instead of a turkey, we had a big old ham because it was half Christmas, half Thanksgiving. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Good pull from the, from the Christmas menu on that one. I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I can go back. Turkey's fine. Ham is... What, what's There's better a very pro ham podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. We are staunchly pro ham. That might be our most strong stance. <laughs> yeah, where we, we are most. On? Where we are, yeah, we are most united. Unified and we can focus all of our efforts on being very pro ham. Right. The, the pro ham faction of the pod fights the battle of the bulge into the uh, anti butter faction of the pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's and a, I feel if like I John is a... also pretty pro Patrick Waugh and Claude Lemieux. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> right. I wonder if there's a better Tom Hanks pun we can do for ham than turkey because that would make it so that way we could do that with our Thanksgiving. Tom Hamsk. You know that's very good. I think I know. Let's it. workshop it a little bit. But okay. Okay. Catch me if you ham. Okay, that's very good. See, this is I what like it that is. Just quite advancing. a lot. Yeah, I bet last week's guest wouldn't have done that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we have some new ideas for the Hanks. Saving since Private we last Ham. Talked. <laughs> James is so bad at this. <laughs> Road to Charlie Wilson's ham. <laughs> Forest ham. Apollo ham. <laughs> 
Boneless hammed. Um, ham. That one's short for terminal. <laughs> ham. Ham is short for big. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ham is big. Yeah. And it's a ham. That, it's a ham that starts small and then overnight it becomes huge. Which is what I wish for every night. And then yep. eventually it gets raped. Johnny, what were you gonna say about Thanksgiving? He does. Yeah, yeah dude, that movie is mostly about oh, a child. Oh, right, because he's a child. Raped. Right, 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 right. But no one cares because it's in the We're a men's rights podcast now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he can just dance on pianos, but he can't have <laughs> sex with a lady. <laughs> they, that piano keys, they were so big. They were whimsical. <laughs> um, anyway, Johnny. Uh, so some of the new uh, additions to Thanksgiving since last we talked. We are going to make a big old bowl of mashed potatoes and then put a cranberry handprint into it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it looks I like Wilson the volleyball. Love that. I love that so much. I think it's a very good idea. If I could stand, that would get a standing O. Um, we are also going to. I'm going to take a label off of our bourbon bottle and make a custom one called the Burbs, <laughs> which I think is fun. <laughs> Uh, we are going to have a bridge and put two pies on either side, and that will be our bridge of pies. <laughs> this uh, is for for if you guys can't see, there is a crowd watching us, and they are now all on their feet, yeah. standing. <sighs> one one man is holding his wife on his hands in sort of like a cheerleader stance, mm-hmm. and she's clapping for both of them. Mm-hmm. So I think we're really getting somewhere right now. It is me, my girlfriend, our roommate. Uh, my girlfriend's creative partner at our ad agency. And then Daniel Raderstrong, friend of the pod, is uh, threatening to pick a fight with his family so he can come. <laughs> well, I love that for him and for you yeah, guys. That does, yeah, that sounds wonderful. So we'll see how that comes to fruition. Uh, man, does that sound like a great... T- is there anything for uh, like a David S. Pumpkin Pie? You know, that's a very good idea. That would, uh, what, a, what a double. We have a David S. Pumpkin Pie that has a bridge on the, of... Sp- on the bridge of pies? Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is uh, all very good. Hang on. Now I'm just going through his IMDb and I'm trying to come up with something. What about saving <laughs> private ham? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Da Vinci a Did you guys mode. try that one yet? <laughs> Did you try the Ham Express? It's sort of, it's just little pieces of ham on a train that you set up, and it goes yeah. around and around and around. Mm-hmm. Uh, angels and hams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't really cook anything. I made, I've been making, um, uh, I've been doing meal prep on Sundays for salads throughout the week. So I've been going through and I've been doing different sweet green salads. Nice. So this week I made a little miso mushroom. I made some like, uh, uh, baked some, mu- some mushrooms. Me that's right. And some carrots and parsnips. And then I made a miso dressing. Uh, last week I made uh, a different one of their dressings. So I'm having fun going through the, the sweet green arsenal to try to do some healthy stuff throughout the week. Nice. Oh, yeah, man. So That's you're, awesome. you're making like the components for them and then mixing at lunchtime? Yeah, exactly. So I just have yeah. them all in the fridge and then I just throw some lettuce in a bowl and a little bit of each of them. And then, then we're, we're good. Nice. That's that sounds lovely. I would also like to do a quick shout out. Didn't make this meal, but did eat this meal at uh, Red Hook Tavern. Uh, and they make arguably the best burger I've ever had. Ooh. And these little, they make ham croquettes that. Uh, I don't remember that Hanks movie. James? Yeah? Great job. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you are ever in Red Hook uh, and can go about it, go to Red Hook Tavern and eat their hamburger. It is. What incredible. made it so good? 
Uh, it's just a really good cut of meat. They, it's the same folks who run or who own hometown barbecue, so they just have the hookup with all the good, uh, just beef. good beef. Yeah. What's and, on the uh, burger? It's just uh, cheese, uh, onion, and like a little bit of a sauce, maybe. But they really let that's a, it's it's such quality ingredients that they let the the burger speak for itself for the most part. It's I love it. So good. Anyway. Nice. Guys, no, this is way too much dead air. What happens now? <laughs> We're having <laughs> should fun. We ta- should we talk about the episode of uh, Screaming Scrum Scrimbish? Don't you dare try to take hosting duties away from us. Shrimping, shrimp, shrimpish. Yes. Shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's, that's about it. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we are finally revisiting a hotly requested part two and ticking a few more boxes on Bubba's list of 21 styles of shrimp. Um, anyway, we've talked about the film Forrest Gump before. We don't need to belabor it a ton, but it is a, uh, I mean, Forrest Ham. Apologies. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, how fun that this is a Hanks week. That's great. Yeah. This is our own uh, Thanksgiving. They were showing the clips of when for, when uh, Bubba says all the different shrimp stuff, and the first one is when they're putting guns together, and I'd forgotten that Babish cuts just to where he's talking about shrimp, because I was just waiting for Forrest to finish assembling his gun and go, Dundrill Sergeant! Because it's <laughs> one of my favorite parts, go. and I missed Why it. Why did you put that gun together so quick? Because you, you told, told me, me to, Drill Sergeant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have fun here. Because you told me to. <laughs> I'm... Uh, bookmarking the Forrest Gump voice for something to say to you guys off the pod because it just made me think of something. Anyway. It's probably we've talked about a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about the movie Forrest Jump before. Yes, that's right. Um, and yes. so he he's making <coughs> some of the mo- some more of the Bubba's uh, shrimp recipe. So he starts with barbecue shrimp. Yes. Uh James, you've had barbecue shrimp in New Orleans, correct? I have had barbecue shrimp. I believe I've uh, told this story before but on the pod. But if not, yes. It was one of the most delicious meals I've ever had. It was at a place called Mr. B's in the French Quarter or just outside the French Quarter. But we were we had been in uh, New Orleans. It was like our third day in New Orleans or our late in our second day. And I was sick. I was getting sick to my stomach because we'd just been eating rich food and beignets for breakfast every day. And so... My stomach was finally like, all right, I don't know if you can handle this anymore. And at like four o'clock, I started feeling nauseous. Dinner was at like seven and Olivia had been talking. All she wanted to do was go to Mr. B's and have the barbecue shrimp because she had been there before. Right. And so I rallied and I was like, okay, I'm not going to like, let's go. And I like, I like calmed everything down enough to like get to dinner. And I still felt weird. You you had a bicarbonate of soda. This yeah, your stomach. It, yeah, it was whatever. I didn't feel great, but I went. It was delicious. That's how good this meal was. It was like, in, in spite of feeling somewhat nauseous through the entire experience, it was so good. And I and I ate it all. And I ate everything. They put a big old bib on you. It's like this fancy-ish restaurant. And they put a bib on you in front of all these people in sport coats and stuff. Because <laughs> you, you get full, like, um, full-shelled shrimp. So you have to, bur- like, you're breaking Bust it open with your hands. Yeah, stuff is flying everywhere. It's disgusting and... So goddamn delicious! It's because it's just butter. It's so like yeah. he sh- like we, like he showed in the thing. It's some recipes call for three sticks of butter, which is it's an insane, insane. amount of butter. 
so it's you're, so insane. You're slurping out all the brains and the mush and the stuff in the front, right? I think so. I don't yeah. really remember, to be honest. And then I went home, and then I fought off throwing up for five more hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That checks out. Mm-hmm. Does, in, uh, in, yeah. in, in the process of eating it, do you also have to rip out the stupid poop track? You don't. Really? Oh, just, Jimmy yeah. ate poop. Yeah, oh, for sure. Trip. Well, no, because it's Jimmy ate shrimp. It's like poop. <laughs> you ate shrimp poop. You ate I will not poop. Stand Your body's now eighty percent shrimp poop. <laughs> so tell us um, about the taste of shrimp poop and butter, James. Honestly, pretty fucking good. <laughs> Would do it again. Yeah. Oh sure. Um, but yeah, I guess I you do because it's just, it's covered in so much sauce and it's cooked and it's oh, you just end up eating everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You peel them though. Yeah, you peel them, not the yeah. You don't eat the shell, but <laughs> see, here's whatever. what you know I, what I do. mean. See, trick of the trade. I crunch through all of it, eat the whole thing. It hurts. That well, is okay. uh, that is one of the most unenjoyable experiences in food. The world of food is biting too much, like get, catching a chunk of the tail of a shrimp, or the yeah. shrimp isn't peeled quite enough. Yeah, and you get that piece in your mouth. It's like having someone's fingernail in your mouth, and you're like, God. It's the same as like like with fish, where you, if you get a bone in a fish, you're like, oh, motherfuck. Yes. Yep. Uh, there's a restaurant in Greenwich Village uh, called Tokyo Record Bar that I've been to twice. First time with friend of the pod, Eric Schmidt. Uh, and they come out. Very nice restaurant. I had an amazing experience both times. Uh, they have a, a big, long shrimp, but the head is still on it, and they recommend eating the head. And I crunched through a head. Eric did not have the head. He said, I'm going to ignore their suggestion because he's never once done anything he doesn't want to do. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it was a pretty good experience, actually, eating the head of a shrimp. It was, like, pretty delicious. Weirdly crunchy, did, though. It, did it have the antenna on it and everything? Mm, no. It was, like, I think quasi-cleaned, but uh, there was no antenna. I remember that. That that story feels like it's neighbors with your story about uh, a cutting open chickens it just if they they feel like one in the same or they're both about you enjoying the death of an animal i don't understand how yeah. that two, those two things aren't related at all one is a thing i did one time and the other thing is my passion in life so that's <laughs> like I, <laughs> I also would like to hear that story from eric's point of view eric's like yeah and then they served this shrimp and john just ate the head the waiter didn't say anything about eating the <laughs> no, head. no he, he just, did he did <laughs> Uh, the and John second... just sat there crunching for five minutes in silence as he ate the entire head of the shrimp. So, you like crunching on the shrimp head, John? The second time I went there was right before Christmas with my girlfriend. Uh, and right before we were there, we were in a bar just hanging out. And I said, what do you, would you say are your, least, your three least favorite foods? And one, she said shrimp. Uh, two, she said calamari. And three, she said... Uh, uh, What's the what's the other one you said? Caviar. caviar. Yeah, caviar, octopus, not calamari. Cav, cal, well, same thing. <laughs> I'm doing great with this. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't like shrimp or calamari? No, sh- she doesn't like shrimp. It wasn't calamari. She said shrimp, octopus, and caviar. And the first uh, course that they brought out, it's a like seven-course tasting thing. First course was caviar. Second <laughs> course was octopus. Third course was shrimp. It came back to back to back. <laughs> <laughs> what, and she was a she was a trooper oh, and she ate rules. it she said she enjoyed it but it was her least three favorite foods that's it, it's insane to have like i understand maybe not liking caviar but to have the kind of palate and experience where it can be one of your least favorite foods oh yeah for sure yeah, she's very sophisticated <laughs> that's a sophisticated least favorite food mm-hmm. 
It, usually it's like Brussels sprouts or whatever. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand not liking shrimp. Shrimp is okay. one of my favorite things. It's uh, definitely my favorite seafood. You and you and Amanda yeah, I'm a big fan. Along. Great. He is a shrimp. He's a seafood uh, junkie. We just had a whole shit ton of it at uh, Brooklyn Crab last week, and it's oh, so good. It's so delicious. And, it's and if just... you can't bond over that, you can bond over hating Joe together. Mm, very true. Correct. <laughs> Another one of his passions. He's a junkie for it. <laughs> Does she hate all types of shrimp? Like, would she punch Bubba in the face for even suggesting? Right. Is it these, like, like, what about a popcorn shrimp or like a crispy yeah. shrimp? Because like, um, especially like fried shrimp is like the most basic. It's, it can even be bland. Like, I don't. What is what is it um, that she doesn't like? That's a good question. Uh, when we were in Georgia, we went to the beach. We were at Tybee Island, and they specialize in shrimp. So we actually got some. We made shrimp and grits, and she ate it. And she ate it at Tokyo Record Bar, too, and she liked it. I think, she, A, she doesn't dislike many foods. So I think her dislike of this is, like, nowhere near how opinionated any of us are about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh, but then also, yeah, I don't know. She doesn't like yeah. it. Interesting. Because I, I mean, shrimp, again, is just, oh, God, it's the best. And I've definitely been, especially in my younger years, when I was a chubby little preteen and teenage boy, I have been the guy at the at the shrimp cocktail platter with way too much shrimp. Yeah. Front, like, oh, just I a love pile it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Just sitting there, just like the tails, you're, you're hiding tails in different places so people can't see your, yeah. your trail of madness. I think what you do... Uh, I think you go the other direction, really wear it on your sleeve, put the tails on your fingertips, and act like uh, like you're working at the DMV or something, you know? Uh, this just in, I'm getting a text from the other room who can hear me talking. Uh, my girlfriend says, I don't like eating food that looks like the animal it is. Actually, I did have that in my notes, weirdly enough, because I have in my notes, I have, head-on shrimp is gross. I need to be removed from the process. I need to be removed from the process on at least shrimp. Like I can look at like a pig or a chicken and I can get it. And I, I've never been in a position to like have to kill that to eat it. But I think that I would a shrimp for whatever reason. It just looks, I get, I get the point that she's trying to make. Yeah. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. This looks we like it. it. And James, to your point, they're swimming spiders. They're also one of the creep. Like, they are the, one of the creepiest, weirdest looking animals in the yeah, that's shape fair. of shrimp this is all meat fair. is so far removed from what shrimp look like when they're alive. Yeah. Right. Like, like a shrimp yeah. burger, enough removed that you're like, all right, I'm into that. Right. But I do <laughs> a shrimp head burger, very di- almost even more <laughs> involved. <than> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that scene from The Godfather where he just takes the bed sheets off and there's that giant shrimp head in it? <laughs> No, I would love if it was just one tiny little shrimp. It's just... A tiny little bit of salt water. <laughs> instead, instead of walking through his horse stables, they're walking through like tanks, and he's got little prize shrimp in all of them. <laughs> um, my girlfriend has now texted me. She, she wants to clarify that she says, it's because of my vegetarian past. She was a vegetarian until a couple years ago, and then says, not because I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a fun clarification. Okay. All right. She's, also, she's... welcome back to the tribe, Emily. <laughs> right. or, it yeah, she was like... a vegetarian, and then she kept passing out, and her doctor said, you should eat meat. <laughs> the best. 
That's a good doctor. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a true American story is what that is. <laughs> it sounds like she's almost become the inverse of pescatarian, where she's like, I'll eat meat, but fish is gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An anti-pesk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we All have right. here. Uh, the second thing he makes is a pineapple shrimp stir fry. Uh, it looks good. Looks pretty standard, but pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It did yeah, it looks pretty good. It looked like a I mean he did his typical flourishy stuff like putting the pineapple bowl, but it's I mean what I it's just there's no need. What are you doing? Yeah, it's not a you good way to that. eat it probably. No. I have I have my notes uh pineapple shrimp stir fry. No bits. Cut dry. <laughs> wow. And if you don't put bits in the notes, then there's no bits in the <laughs> podcast. There are no bits to be had. That's right. We all know that I'm bad at improv. I will say this episode is the one that made me finally crystallized for me that I I don't like him as a person. Enjoy these special episodes. I don't enjoy when he does these like multiple like when Seinfeld put, like, special. Like the, yeah, that was a big I said the Seinfeld one. Yeah. yeah. Tell I me why. I just like when he lets one thing breathe and like focuses on it. Like this kind of it just feels like Rushed. he's like right yeah like rifling through things just to get a lot of things done and like yeah they just you can't focus on the cooking you can't do i don't know it just sure i've never enjoyed the the special episodes when he does multiple ones as much and this one really just i don't know if it it dragged at times and it was just like i don't know he was, it was i think, I think it, it dragged more... while also being like all right, and this, 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 I think this. part of it is that this is just like, uh, it's just three very good things that he made pr- with pr- with ease. Like, he's a very good cook at this point, so, like, all of these things went pretty, like, seamlessly. Shrimp is, like, a pretty easy thing to, like, glee- or glom onto any sort of kind of cooking. Like, mm-hmm. I get I get what you're saying, and I think with this one, if, if this one is the thing that, like, did it for you, I think it's because it's, like, there were no hiccups really there was no like uh there was no like well is there a different way to do it you know like yeah, that's it was a good just point. pretty like straightforward the whole thing yeah. which I, I is fine but yeah to your point it's not anytime that we've called out like a quintessential babish episode it's not really involved in anything like this it's one where he like does something that's weird tries a true to uh source version and then does like a real thing yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I dig wow. it. Wow, that's the longest I've ever talked without a bit. Uh, I didn't like it. wasn't crazy. Yeah, about it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you on the Joe? Inside, the reviews you know? are pouring in. Everyone else also hated it. So, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, I'm not sorry. I am more, more than just uh, a punching bag for myself and others. <laughs> All right, the third and final thing he makes, a shrimp burger. Uh this looks very good. I I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've ever have I had a shrimp burger? I have never had one. I I, I don't think I've one. ever even seen one available. The prompt is have I had one? So I don't want to hear whether <laughs> or not. <laughs> Everyone shut up. John, I'm going to emphatically I'm going to emphatically say no, you have not had one. Great. Then let's move I'm on. Have you had for one? You. I have also not had one. <laughs> Similar to you, I have also not had one. It looks and good. I, I've had a salmon burger and I like it. Salmon, bur- salmon burgers are so good. Love a salmon burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, this did look delicious. The, the only true great. reaction I had in the entire episode was when he flipped over the burger, the first burger, and it, it had like that nice golden crispy. It a very um, nice color. Crust on the outside. It looked 
I, I made an audible noise. I don't know if you guys picked it up, but I it sure looked did. really good. It looked this looks delicious. And then he put his nonstick pan in the oven, and it's the same nonstick pan I have. So I'm wondering if I can put mine in the oven now. Is it a metal handle? No. <laughs> it's a plastic. plastic handle. Well, I mean, it's like it's got a metal handle, but then it has like the plastic thing over it, so you don't burn yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hmm. I don't remember hmm. what he put in the. I'm I'm going back to the. Going to the videotape well, here, boys. Either Excellent. way, I th- I think you can't go wrong by putting plastic in the oven, and that's yeah, a Joe Strick's problem. That is true. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's also like I don't. I think you're not supposed to put non-stick in the oven as well. Right. It's supposed to just be like a skillet, right? A skillet can go in the oven. A skillet? What? A skillet. Can a skillet? or can't? Like a cast iron skillet can go in the oven. Right, but this was like a non-stick. I feel like that. Me- I feel like it, that messes it up in some capacity. Listeners, yeah, right in. Plastic in the oven, which is very, very weird. Cowards, right. if you know how plastic works, please tell us. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if we can Google this, we don't want to. Yeah, I actually, I'm trying to. I think we've mentioned it before. I'm trying to eliminate the need to Google things and have only people who does who interact with the show to tell me how stuff works. Absolutely. I'll even go so far as if I have a question and I think that my fiance can answer it, I'll tell her not to answer it and try to bring it to the pod. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. You know I, only know, I only know things if there has been an episode of the show, how things work about how th- that thing works and everything outside of that show, I don't know anything about. So right. if anyone can write in and tell us, A, my fiance's birthday, and B, how they make crayons, then James and I will be very happy. Okay, I legitimately watched uh, How Did This Get, or How Did This Made, what's the name of the show where they make things like this, of crayons? How It's Made. I watched a How It's Made of crayons like a week ago. Isn't it fascinating? Oh, it is, but the fact that you brought it up, crazy. It Serendipitous. says a lot about our friendship that we both have an interest in how crayons are made (laughs) 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 all right Uh, you guys ever do the you guys ever do the crayola factory tour when you were a kid no in uh what pennsylvania city is that some scranton sad former steel town hang on uh, is it easton pa it's not easton pa is it you know who would know joe biden joe biden (laughs) would know you know who else would know? Our listeners. Listeners, tell us where this cram factory is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not looking cowards. that up. <laughs> You're not stupid. You're telling us how stuff works. I'm stupid. <laughs> Just uh, the tables have I'm turned. Joe. It is an Easton PI. I nailed nice. it. Boom, baby! Great oh, work. Sorry, James. You cut out there. Someone's going to have to write in and tell me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, should we correspond? Sh- yes, let's do that. <laughs> sorry, Johnny, I cut you off like three times tonight, and I'm so sorry. You know what? I forgive you, and I love you. I love you too, buddy. Uh, James, we'll see. Uh, we have yes. a correspondence uh, titled Trash Fruit that comes to us from Kate J. Oh, is this about plums again? Oh, boy. What's <laughs> she says, hey, tasty boys. That's us. I've been, a lo- I've been a long-time coward, but I've never felt as compelled to contact you as I have recently. Plums, like all stone fruit, are trash. Whoa! Any fruit that's at least 50% inedible is not worth my money or my time. It's not 50%. I love it. I love it. And only the elite 1% 
would consider paying for something they mostly can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> really, though, thanks for all the great apps. You've been great company, ju- not just through lockdown, but through a long maternity leave from work before that. You guys, hey, you guys are all the best and don't sound very alike once you get used to it. <laughs> love, <laughs> love from Dublin, Kate. So, uh, first of all, let's address this this plums issue and largely the stone fruit issue at hand. Yeah, let's 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 trot this unearthed territory. So, peaches, plums. I'm trying to go through stone fruit. Peaches, plums, nectarines, avocados. Avocado for sure. And then what else? Anything? And then what else? Anything? Uh, let's <laughs> let's look it up. Stone apps. fruits. Here's what Stone. I love. I don't Mango, necessarily olive. agree with her stance. I love how passionate she is, and I love how she came out firing, and I love how it essentially helps back up my argument. Uh, <laughs> Here's the best. Here are stone fruits. Plums, cherries, pluot which I refuse to acknowledge. Sure. Uh, I don't think that, yeah, the, only like Ethiopia has ever acknowledged the existence of Pluot. The existence of the Pluot. Apricots, peaches, nectarines, mangoes. Yeah, mangoes is an interesting one. Mangoes um, can get fucked. No. Apriums. Hang on. I don't know why I got so upset. I, I have wound up on the comprehensive stone fruits list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna end up in the system, Joe. You're about to get some, you're about to get so many spam emails and phone calls. <laughs> uh, let's see, Jamie uh, green almonds to hell with that. Uh, lychees, mm-hmm, uh, sure. olives, coconuts, dates, mulberries, raspberries, and blackberries. Yeah, that's a great group. Olives, olives are the king of that group. I no. love an olive. Love pass. An olive. But I also wouldn't. I would never put olive in the same because it's not. They're not sweet. You don't eat them. You eat them savory. So uh, that's what I was getting. Is olive? Olive is a technical fruit. I've always considered olive a vegetable. Olive is a fruit, but I mean, like tomato is also a fruit. But right. Yeah, it's just, in that you know, that category yeah, of fruit. It's in that stupid vein of dumb. Right. Like Frankenstein's garbage. monster fruit. <sighs> Meaning, if someone corrects you, you get it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> that took me a sec. Sorry, Johnny. I love the argument so much that only only the upper one percent would buy a fruit that you can't <laughs> eat fifty percent of. Right. That's so fucking funny. Well, and then they throw the pits down to their their surfs and peons. I'd yeah. argue. I'd argue that more of an apple is an edible than a plum. I I would almost guarantee that on volume alone, you're wrong. You have never seen me eat an apple. I get so close to the stem. Yeah, it's because you're seeds. poor. In terms, of- <laughs> I eat term- a bite and then I move on to my next apple. <laughs> yeah, John bites one of giant apples. apple, goes not for me, and then opens a package of plums. <laughs> and I suck like, that seed dry. You have your fresh, your fresh apples basket, and right next to it is the used apples basket, which is just a bunch of them with a bite taken out. <laughs> uh, I, in terms of surface area, most of a banana is inedible. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, that's if we're speaking surface aerially, and also, but that's just, but that's also just packaging, you know. Sure. You can't eat the packaging. I'm just reframing Wait. the argument into a stupider version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, do we think avocados fit in this? Because I love an avocado. Avocados do fit in it, and like they were not listed on the comprehensive list, which uh, yeah, means they would have to be. Why wouldn't they be? Listen, all I'm telling you is what was on the comprehensive list. Don't yell at me. Yeah, stop it. 
There's <laughs> uh, um, a new trait I have called defending Joe. Stone fruits. <laughs> uh, also, real quick, uh, Kate, congrats on your uh, your your recent birth in the family. Mom, congrats on your baby. On that. And also, yes. congratulations. Shout to, yes. Very... Shout out to Dublin. A fair city. Do you think it was? Are so do you think it was Dublin, Virginia, or Dublin, Ireland? Ooh. Here's the thing, Kate, you're going to have to write in and clarify, because if it's <laughs> Dublin, Virginia, then my thing about Dublin's first city where girls are so pretty doesn't really hold up. <laughs> yeah, the girls in Dublin, Virginia are busted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All there's, right. a di- there's a disc golf course in Dublin uh, that we would go play in college. Uh, it was far enough away that it wasn't really worth the trip, but sometimes we would go and then get Guinnesses from the local Walmart and have them <laughs> on the way back. Because we thought it was funny. I also, I, I hope, I hope to God she's from Dublin. Because if anyone from Dublin, Virginia just says, <laughs> I'm from Dublin, the audacity, the audacity in that be from Virginia. Need that qualifier and just say, I'm from Dublin. You know, there's, there's people there too. There's like at least three or four of them who like try to throw an accent on it too. You're like, oh, I, I'm from Dublin. And you're like, oh, motherfucker. Kevin, you live in Virginia. Kevin? Yeah. You're Kevin from Dublin, Virginia. You went to Dublin Community College. (laughs) And you're the local Guinness salesman at the Walmart. (laughs) And you you get mad at the disc golf players for for buying up your product and making you work more. All right. Well, uh, thank you for writing in, as always. Always write in. We enjoy it so much. We love it. And congratulations again on your baby. Yes. Uh, if you want to name it after one or all three of us, we wouldn't be offended. Would if it still doesn't have a name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been procrastinating like crazy. Well, in, or in yeah, our... if you're, or you, if you want to make us all happy, just name it Ham. <laughs> yeah. Just name the baby Ham. Ham yeah, yeah, yeah. J, we'll call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we would also accept a, a trio godfathership. Um, Ooh. Boys, it'd be an honor to be the godfather of a baby we haven't met together. <laughs> it can honestly, it could be, it doesn't have to be any sort of thing in practice. It can be like when people like buy and name a star. That's all we're really looking for. Just a <laughs> yeah. certificate that says the three of us are the godfather of a child in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have no desire to be in its life. No, no, no. It, it can know about us only as a story that you tell it to fall asleep. This is how a sitcom <laughs> starts, guys. <laughs> right. we, we adopt, yeah, we adopt a baby in Ireland. And then all of a sudden, we have a podcast, and then all of a sudden, we have to raise a baby amongst us. All right. Working title is Podcast Dads. If anyone has suggestions, <laughs> we will take them. What about them. dad pods? Like dad pods, oh, right? that's fun. That what about nice. Podcast Ham? <laughs> Damn it. Johnny, I was literally I was like, how can I make ham into this next one? <laughs> All right. All right. The working ham is ham pod ham cast ham <laughs> dad. Ham paused ham test ham dad. Oh, <laughs> I'm boy, having boy. a minor stroke. <laughs> James, you want to ham us home? Uh, <laughs> I sure <laughs> ham. Uh, <laughs> you like the ham? <laughs> ham the ham cast. Oh, please ham. And ham ham. <laughs> Give us those five ham reviews. Follow uh, movie posters for films. It's a fun, stupid <laughs> Instagram account that I run. Uh, send us more emails to gavinwithbabish at gmail.com because we love hearing from you, and they are so fun. Okay, bye. bye.